Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a sci-fi horror role-playing game based upon the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian as Jack Williams. That's Jack Williams. I think it's Jack Williams. Gabe as Roy McDonough. Meow. And Matt as Rocky Whiteside. Finally, something I can really sink my claws into. Oh, son of a bitch. Welcome, players. How is everybody? Perfect. Alive. <laughs> How was your day, Brian? You had a lot of work to do. Oh, it was long. Long and hard. I had school, and I got my teeth removed, so. Finally. He now has no teeth. But Matt got his old teeth put in his mouth. Yes, I did. So, Matt has Gabe teeth now. Hey, do you want my teeth in your mouth? Patreon reward. We will send you one of Gabe's teeth. (laughs) I'll allow it. Listeners, if you would like to provide feedback or praise or just say hi, drop us a letter from beyond on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes or join our Discord server at discord.lovecrafttapes.com. And we do have a couple letters from beyond we get to read today. Yay. From Endless Ocean... Hey, Jeremy. Just wanted to say thank you for the podcast. I think it's the best actual play podcast I've listened to. Laugh out loud, funny, immersive, tense. Really enjoyable. You're a great DM, and I think I want to give special mention to your vivid descriptions of places, people, and events. Roy's slip into unconsciousness was, I think, one of the finest bits of writing I've heard at a gaming table. I used to miss Chuck and the guy who played him, but since he left, it's only gotten better. Thank you. You and the guys make walking the dog much more exciting. That's another euphemism. I wish I could figure these things out. Chuck's agent will be hearing of this. Do not commit euthanism. Isn't that how John Wick started? Walking the dog. All right. And then uh, Hende Nicholas on Reddit says... I usually marathon podcasts and then switch for a few months to let them build back up. When I saw that there was nothing past December, I got kind of worried and joined up here on Reddit. You guys produce an entertaining quality podcast that I've used as inspiration for some of my own DMing. Thank you, and I look forward to Case 10. Very cool. Thank you. Well, won't you be surprised when you hear this? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry in advance. This show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on patreon.com slash Lovecraft Tapes. All right, before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. It's a beautiful early spring day. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and all your carefully tended ornamental bushes are starting to bud. A rogue sapling, seeded last season, no doubt, by your neighbor's lackadaisical gardening habits, has sprouted up near your greenery, gobbling up all the nutrients in the soil. Harumph, but what to do? Sure, you could chop it down, but it'll probably just grow back again. Pulling it out by the roots might work, but you'd have to go deep, and you may end up just hurting one of your other nearby shrubberies. Not to worry, HW Industries proudly presents Greenery Begone. Our latest technological wonder comes straight to you from the lab in a convenient two-ounce squeeze bottle. Now, this glowing green liquid might look familiar, but trust us, you've never seen this stuff before. Begin by lopping off the top part of the rogue tree, then drive a nail into the cut surface. Recite the ritualistic spell, conveniently included in the package, then wait exactly six days. Take your hammer out to the garden at quarter to midnight, pull the nail, then squirt the patented greenery begone sludge into the hole. If you get any on you, remove the limb immediately. Otherwise, go back to bed. When you awaken the next morning, the unwanted plant should be no more than a small pile of ash. Now, and this is critical, speak aloud the ritual, but this time in reverse. If you fail to do so within a 24-hour period, you will undoubtedly hear the rumblings of certain entities clawing their way to the surface from deep, deep underground. You will have awakened them, and HW Industries will have no choice but to scramble our Boeing Super Fortress, the Ebola Bicurious, and deploy an atomic bomb to your house. This failsafe will save humanity, except those within a mile radius, of course. And that's all there is to it. Remember, kill that plant deader than dead with new greenery begone. And we're back. Did you get yours? I didn't get mine yet, and it said uh, same minute delivery, so I'm a little pissed off. Amazon. I was probably probably the guy across the street just taking your packages again. Oh, no, no. I give him the package. 
Well, many consumers claim to have been sickened by that product and or service, but I've done my research and every single one of those people ate raw oysters immediately before filing a complaint with the FAA, FBI, FCC, FDIC, FEMA, FHA, Fannie Mae, FTC, and FDA. What a bunch of belly acres. Brought to you by Tums. Hashtag not sponsored. Sponsor us, Tums. Now, dear investigators, we continue. Case 10, praise. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Meow. Good morning, kittens. As far as virtual reality simulators go, this one kind of blows. So far, there has been no apparent means of escape. The exits are blocked by a creepy blankness that makes your skin crawl. To make matters worse, there appear to be dogs on the loose, and when they bite, it hurts. Nine lives might sound like a surplus at first, but when you burn through a couple to heal injuries, well, sir, it would be nice to bail on this video game. Didn't Bert say something about it lasting 30 minutes? Does time pass at the same rate here inside the simulation? Just when you begin to tire of the room-to-room search, you slink into the music parlor where three fleece-lined cat beds are lined up just beneath a grand piano, each with a different symbol embroidered on it. A fish, a bird, a mouse. So, what do you think this means? It's got to be a puzzle. It's got to be the way out. We've got to figure that figure this out. Oh, clearly. Most video games have some sort of objective that you need to complete. Let's look around the room and see if anything ties in or matches the symbol. I'm going to go closer and do a very close inspection of the beds themselves. So, Jack, you're looking at that corner. There appears to be one of those windows that has the blankness there. I'm going to step up and see if it, the same thing happens from when I tried to go through down the hallway. Yes, you feel this unnatural aversion to it. It causes you to, to your hair stand up on end. It's the same kind of feeling you get when you wake up in the morning and look at who's lying next to you in bed after that drunken bender. Me? Bender from Futurama? Well, you can bite my shiny metal ass. I'm going to examine the wall area to see if there's any photos or anything that would tie into the into the beds. All right, go ahead and give me a roll. So two sads. Oh, I'm a sad pumpkin. So you don't really notice anything on the wall. There are some photos, but they just appear to be actually paintings of landscapes. Very innocuous. Rocky. So you walk up, uh, the beds look very plush. They're very symmetrical. Looks like you would fit in them perfectly. They each have a little symbol on it. You immediately detect a very peculiar scent to each of the beds. They're individually have a different order to them. And as soon as you get to the one with the mouse, you feel like a little like spark on your nose. Roy, you're, you're probably closest. You happen to notice something appear above his head. Hey, Rocky? Yes, what, what is it? I'm, I'm busy. Did you eat a mouse, or did you Richard Gere a mouse? Not that I'm aware of. Why would you ask such a ridiculous question? Well, you might want to look up. Uh, there's nothing there. I'm, I'm... <laughs> what are you talking about? God, you don't even know how to look up, right? Sorry, up correctly. Hey, Jack. Yeah, um, what? Get a load of dummy over here. Oh, what is that? I don't know, but he can't look at it. There's a small icon above your head that just got added, it looks like. tell him. It's a mouse, but it's all grayed out. What does that mean? I don't know, but I do recall feeling a strange sensation when I got close to the bed with the mouse on it, like um, receiving a small static shock when you shuffle your feet against a carpet and touch a doorknob. I'm going to walk towards the bed with the mouse on it and sniff it. Uh, it has a very peculiar scent, but uh, nothing happens. Oh, the horror. Try another one. Maybe, I mean, the three beds, it would make sense that there's one for each of us. I'm going to go to the fish bed and try that one. Smell it. Nothing happens. I didn't experience anything. Let me try the last one here and see if anything happens. I walk up to the bird bed. And the same thing happens to you. So you get a little bit of a, like a little static shock. <laughs> and uh, bing, a little icon appears above your head with a bird in it. Sponsor us, bing. <laughs> Do you guys smell burnt toast? I hear colors. Well, it appears my hypothesis was correct, seeing as you, Jack, now have your own little grayed-out icon above your head. Roy, get over here. This other one is obviously for you. I don't want it. Do you want to be a cat forever? I mean, there's no responsibilities. Get over here and look at the bed. I'm going to go up to the bed with the bird on it and slowly put my paw into the bed and pull it back real quick. Uh, nothing happens. So I put my paw in and press down and put my other paw, like I'm going to climb in to lay down. It feels very comfortable. All right, I'm going to coil up. 
Oh god, he turned into a predator. I'll go over there and collect my icon. Alright, Bing, you now have a, a fish above your head. At least I got the fish, not some dummy idiot mouse like a loser and so uh each one of these seems to have individual scents like 50 cent can i get can i like get right up and i like nose in the bed and inhale and see if i can't identify what the scent for my bed is your scent of the mouse it's leaving the room elvis has left the building i say you get the idea that it's in the general direction of the southwest noses to your beds boys it seems like these uh trails that are leading us somewhere and i'm going to start walking towards the southwest to check out the door I take a big sniff of mine you smell it sort of going to the southeast well shit i'll sniff as well and yours also seems to be in the southeast i'm gonna follow the scent unlike you guys i'm gonna take initiative you mean like i'm already doing by going to the southwest nah mine's in a different way <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm going to head towards mine as well. Regardless of how long or how far we think we have to go, let's meet back here in 15 minutes. All right, I will see you in 15 minutes, I guess. Then I step into the corridor before I hear his answer. 15 minutes, are you nuts? Rocky, you step into a corridor to the northwest in the A vestibule is another Doberman. Roll for surprise. So he's definitely seen me and knows I'm here at this point. Oh, yeah, he immediately starts barking. Bark. Bark. Bark, bark. Rough, rough. Look, we spent all of the money on the graphics engine, okay? And that's the question is, is, do I try and go for him or do you I... You are a scrapper. True. So I guess I'm going to attempt to sprint down the hallway at the dog and kind of like slide under and maybe try and get a scratch off. I love scratch offs. Sometimes you win a buck. Buck, buck. Buck, buck. And then you never win any more than a buck. Give me your roll, baby. Two sad cats coming to CBS this fall. So this is going to result in one injury. Of course it is. Roy and Jack, you step out into your corridor and immediately start hearing some sort of scrap going on back where Rocky was. Let's circle around and see if we can help. And I'm going to move into the stair hall. I'll go with them, I guess. And uh, Rocky, it's now your turn. Attempt to, to hit him. Ha! Two sixes. So describe to me your triumphant success. So since my last attempt going under him failed, I decide my best route of action is to go over top. So I'm going to go into the room around behind him, scale up the wall, turn around, and then just front paws down right onto his skull. He gives out a yelp and immediately disappears. Rocky, what happened? It was another one of those damned mutts. Where is it? Where did it go? Oh, don't worry. I crushed it. You beat up the dog? And you see that uh, Rocky is bleeding a little bit from a torn ear. Uh, uh, it's in the family now. Rocky, are you okay? I, he got me once, but I made sure that he didn't get a second opportunity. All right, are you cool if we keep going forward then? We're going to go check out our sniffs. Well, if you wouldn't mind, just I'm going to check out this one room over here that I ran past. I'll check this real fast, and if it's clear, then you're on. You're you're good to go back. Okay, sounds good. We got your back. And I'm going to poke into the next room to the southwest. Don't see the immediate presence of any kind of canine, so I guess feel free to go back to your adventures. What about a dog? All right, we're gonna keep moving then. Roy, we're good to go. He took care of the dog already. Likely story. Boy, if only you were a scrapper. I don't believe there ever was a dog. As I run up along the elevator wall and do a backflip and land on all fours. Oh, yawn. Give me a treat. I'm going to follow the smell. Me too. So why don't each of you give me a roll? You got two happies, Brian. Yeah, I'm awesome. Two happy cats coming to NBC this fall. Neither one of you smells anything. I've found some sort of library. So seeing as there's clearly a large mahogany table in the center of this place with reading lights on either side and papers strewn down it and some open books here and there. I'm going to hop up onto the table and kind of front paws up on one of the lights to kind of perch up and get a better aerial view and I want to do a, a survey of the room. Go ahead and roll. Oh, I got two sets. So yeah, you don't see anything. And then while I'm up there, I'm going to do a deep inhale and see if I can't find the scent again. Oh, two more sads. No, you're not picking up any kind of scent whatsoever. Let's just sit and wait for the 30 minutes to be up. And I'm going to hop down off the table and head back into the corridor towards the music room to see if maybe getting another whiff of the bed is going to help me reacquire my trail. I'm going to go upstairs. What are you doing? 
I lost my scent. Did you lose yours? I never had it. Where are you heading? I'm going to go kill the dog that we didn't kill, because I'm out of ideas. Oh, I wonder if that's the key to take care of all the dogs. I'll go with you. I'm going to head back down the hall to the vestibule where the dog was to see if maybe I missed something in the heat of combat. No, you see some blood, and you can, your ear continues to bleed out of the carpet. Well, that's rather inconvenient. And you look up, and there's one more life gone. <laughs> Since I have a pause, I'm going to use one of my lives to heal my injury. So now I am on life number four of nine. So you're healed? My plan is coming together. Bosom buddies. Go to the stair hall towards the hallway that's next to the bedroom where the child's room is. Yeah, I'm going to follow because I remember that we ran from this area. I'm going into the child's room, and I'm going to listen to see if I can hear the dog in the children's room. Uh, you hear no dog in the child's room. There's no dog in the children's room! Okay, well, if there's no dog in the children's room, I'll go into this stupid mini closet that's in the hallway. Check for evidence of a dog. It appears to be just normal linen closet. No signs of any dogs that you can see. I've tried nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. I'm now at a point where I just want to investigate where all the dogs were, because they weren't necessarily killed, except the one that I bravely defeated. So I'm going to go over through the stair hall to the service hall. I'm going to come out of my room and go, Roy? Roy! Hello? Um, I'm going to just keep moving ahead, thinking that Roy might have gone through the bedroom. So I'm going to move into the bedroom, stop as still as I can, and just listen to the surrounding areas to see if I can hear anything. Dog breathing. You listen very carefully and you don't hear anything. It's very silent. It's like almost eerily silent because you understand that even though this is a virtual reality simulation, it just feels so antiseptic and closed off. It's just, it's very claustrophobic, actually. I'm going to search through this roundabout sort of sniffing around and listening, investigating for uh, signs of life. Uh, you don't detect any signs of life. And Rocky, are you back with us? Yeah. Come on, man. You've trained for this for years. This is some sort of stupid game. You, I mean, it can't beat you. you, you we'll figure this thing out. Take a second, take a deep breath, and then we're going to knuckle down and go back to my investigator roots as an agent and see if I can't find something. Take another look Specifically, I want to see if maybe there's some sort of hint or clue in all the there's because I know there's, you know, books and papers and stuff on the table. I'm thinking maybe everything else seemed kind of neat. So maybe this stuff is opened and out for a reason. So uh, you're sort of looking at the papers and things that are strewn about onto the desktop and you notice your nose takes you to one corner of the desk where there's just like a little bit of catnip. Maybe there's catnip in this room. So you've got one success. You're going to need one more to find that catnip. Ah, I got two sads. Can't I just use my treat to retry the roll? You may use that if you like. Ha! Oh. You think you saw a little satchel of this catnip over in one corner and you race towards it and it's completely empty it looks like it's been already harvested by some other cat done i'm going to trot through the dressing room the bathroom and the bedroom and work my way back into the stair hall and still can't see roy anywhere Roy will take to doing what he does best, and he'll go to the kitchen, and he's going to try and use his cat hands to get into the fridge. And I got two sads, which makes me very sad. As you might imagine, the cat does not do very well with uh, opening up a fridge. I'm going to jump up on top of the fridge where there is, like, some baskets of bananas and, like, magnets on it, and I'm just going to go crazy and knock them off. All right, go ahead and give me a roll. I got two, a happy and a sad. So uh, you're knocking off these uh, fake fruit that were sitting on top of the fridge and uh, slapping the magnets off and so forth. And uh, you knock over the basket that was holding the fake fruit and out falls a little fish toy. Ooh, that's my icon. And it has a very peculiar scent to it. I'll smell it to pick up on the scent and see if I can match it to the one from earlier. It is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll pick it up in my mouth and run back towards the original stair hall, just thinking that perhaps Rocky hasn't gone anywhere because he's lazy. Then I'll put it down and start yelling for Rocky and, and Jack. I mean, I don't know where he is, so I might as well yell for him. 
I guess I'm going to head out of the library and maybe see if there's something else in the southwesterly direction that might be of interest for me. And you see what appears to be like a lobby of sorts. And, and of course, the front door or one of the uh, a side door, actually, that goes onto a porch uh, ordinarily. But uh, in this case, you see that the doorway is completely filled with that blankness again. I'm going to take a moment to sniff out the room just in hopes that you know, maybe the scent trail would have led me here anyway. Go ahead and roll. Nope, I got two sets. Roll better. You're not catching any whiffs of anything here. Roll over. Because, of course, I'm not. I'm going to find a rafter to hang myself from. Roll for rope. It was me in the library with the rope. I'm going to go through the northwest entryway into the sitting room, and seeing that Roy is not in the room, I'm going to get royally pissed off and jump into the armchair sitting in the corner and just start shredding the fucking cushion ripping it to pieces till the whole room is full of feathers and i'm yelling for jack and rocky rocky you hear uh roy calling oh joy head out into the stair hall to see what he's making so much fuss about i found a fish great now why don't you go fry it up and we'll have dinner look it matches my thing it matches my smell that i had rocky now you notice that the icon above Roy's head is green. That has the fish. Hey, have you tried looking up lately? No, I'm not falling for that. I invented that trick. You got something on your shirt. I was the first one to do that, too. Well, apparently you've done something, right? Because that little icon above your head is not gray anymore. It's green. Okay. So, that means you gotta find a mouse and Jack's gotta find a whatever he had. When you first smelt it, what way was it? What I thought was the general direction of the library, but I've been in there several times and haven't really found anything helpful. Well, let me give you a shot, because you're not exactly well known for your hunting ability. So I'll unclaw my claws and enter into the library. Better not ruin any of those. Some of those are rare first editions, and I'm going to head in after him. It's a simulation, dummy. I'm clanking my claws together. Come out to play. Yay. Mice. I'm smelling the ground because, you know, I'm a a cat. I know what mice smell like. So I'm sniffing and I'm tracking the mice looking for footprints. So, yeah, you're not detecting anything unusual. No scent of uh, mice. Jack. So you've shredded the uh, armchair, and you're sort of sitting there. You have, like, stuffing on your fur. You're sort of coated, stuck in your whiskers. I just sit and think to myself, how can I commit suicide in VR? Where would a bird be? Anywhere but here? Up. I remember seeing a porch area. Backtrack and head to the sleeping porch, which is next to the child's room, and, and see if that gives me any motivation once I enter that room. going to look for a bird cage, run to the windows to see if I can just catch any scent of what that was when I first smelt it in the bed. You're not detecting anything in that sleeping porch? Okay, then I'm going to go back downstairs and see if I can meet up with Rocky, since I can't find Roy. Can I continue my trip? Tracking out to the corridor slash vestibule. I believe it's pronounced vestibule. 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 I got it right. Haha. <laughs> so I'll continue tracking, not losing a step, knowing that I found nothing in the library. Still not detecting anything here. Well, I hate to break it to you, Rocky. I think that you might have went the wrong way. You might have, you know, smelt the wrong way. Pretty sure it is in this general direction. Is there anything else that might be hidden, maybe, that could keep going west? Or did you check the lobby? You're not making this any better. All right, well, I'm going to go check the lobby then. So you step into the lobby, and obviously there you see the grayed-out blank door that would ordinarily lead to the porch in the southwest. You see a window that looks out the uh, southeast. You see a doorway to the northwest. So you don't really detect anything in the lobby. Well, everything that is west has been checked, so the mouse doesn't exist. Head up to this bookcase over here and start scanning the books to see what they have. Maybe I can find something to read while I'm waiting out the simulation. We'll say it's uh, the collected works of Mark Twain. Jack! I'm just going to go back downstairs in the stair hall and yell for Roy. Roy, are you down here? And as you do so, uh, you see this uh, fish toy sitting in the stair hallway. It's mine now. You left it here. The International Law Finders Keepers applies. It was ratified in the 42 Geneva Convention. There's nothing we can do. I'm going to examine the fish toy. It's a cute little plush fish toy. Uh, You do smell like it's probably full of catnip. Oh, I arch my back really high. Rocky, Roy, are you down here? I found a fish. I found a fish, dummy. Is that your fish? Where did you find it? 
It was in the kitchen. I immediately run to the kitchen, and I'm going to frantically look for any signs of a bird. I'm going to jump up on the counter. I'm going to look at this little opening here on the side of the kitchen, which is at the northwest. That door that I discovered when I came into the lobby, I'm going to go in there. Please be a bird room. It's Netflix's original movie, Bird Box. Bird room. Crack house. Oh. It appears to be some sort of uh, like a coat room. So people would come into the lobby or if they were out on the porch, maybe they'd have like boots or slippers here. Boots and cats and boots and cats. And Is there coats in it? Yes, there are coats hanging up. All right. Well, I'm going to go through the coats for their wallets. You don't find any wallets? Poor people. <laughs> They are literally poor. And there is a uh, door to the northwest. Then I'll go through that door to the bird room. You're halfway right. It's the bathroom. Not a bird room, but a bathroom. The bird bathroom. (laughs) It's just full of birds. Taking baths. I'm going to jump up and turn the faucet on. Flood the place. The wet bandits are back. And Rocky. Seeing as they have nothing here that I have not already extensively read and studied. Yeah, actually, it's very odd, Rocky. This appears to be books that the exact editions that you've read in the past. Pulling from memory, indeed. Is there a mouse in the books? Of mice and men! Read that! (laughs) Yep, there we go. Problem solved. Tom and Jerry, the collected works. What? Lenny. Ten those rabbits. I'm going to head back out into the stair hall and towards the lobby to see what kind of trouble Roy is getting himself into, because he's been way too quiet. You didn't hear me yelling. What? Yeah, so Rocky, you hear as you step out into the stair hall, uh, you do see a fish toy lying there, and you hear a commotion in the kitchen. It sounds like a cat just going crazy and just screaming fuck the simulation well considering the number of times that this has gone poorly let's make a very video game decision and do it again and i'm gonna head towards the noise in the kitchen because that never goes poorly jack you see basically the room that connects the dining room to the kitchen is not surprisingly a butler's pantry a burglar's pantry so it's uh, basically just a uh, a storage pantry or a place where the butler might have silverware and settings and set up to serve in the dining room. So I'm going to jump up on the counter and just everything on the counter I'm going to knock to the ground and keep looking as I do it. There's a couple boxes of napkins. I move on to the next which is wrapped silverware in those napkins and I hit them so hard they smack against the other wall and the silver spills everywhere in the room making loud clinking noises. I reach over the edge and paw at the cupboard to try to push it open. And then after a few minutes you realize no birds here. Uh, Roy, so you're playing with the water and and, uh, just for fun you sort of take a lap at it and it tastes like bird like fake water it's the weirdest thing it almost tastes like dehydrated water eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper that is certainly information right there i'll sort of try and like turn on the faucet to the standing shower without getting wet Oh, you got to roll for that. I got a two sads. You definitely get wet. And I shriek and claw at the air and don't like it because water bad. All right, Rocky. I'm going to continue into the kitchen towards the sounds of clanking and frustration. All right. So, yeah, you see uh, Jack in the butler pantry. Yeah, it looks like he's made quite a mess. He's sort of panting, standing in one spot, almost half insane. Going to head into the butler's pantry, jump up onto the shelf next to him, look at him, and then back palm across the face going, good God, man, get a hold of yourself. Do you see any damn birds? I can't find any damn birds. Out of all the people, why did Roy find his first? Because the world is cruel and unfair. We've got to do this together. My sanity won't hold out. Well, luckily in Cthulhu's sanity is not something we have to worry about. Yeah, there's not been a single sanity roll, dude. Get over it. I feel so much better. I don't care if I find a, a bird. Poof, a bird appears in front of me. All right, Rocky. Let me help you for a little bit to search. Where have you looked and where haven't you looked? Well, when I initially caught a whiff of it from the bed in the music room, it was heading in a decidedly southwesterly direction. I've checked the corridor, I've checked the library, and I've checked the lobby, and I have yet to find anything of any use. Okay, let's retrace our both of our steps then. Let's go back to our beds and smell them again and see if maybe there's something we're missing. Maybe it's in the music room. If we've both lost our scent, once we left the music room, maybe it's in the music room. The scent was the friends we made along the way. Okay, so uh, Rocky and Jack are headed back to the music room to reinspect their beds and sort of get the scent. Uh, Roy? 
Now that I'm sopping wet, well, first I gotta lick myself all over, even though it tastes bad. That's part of the reason why you gotta lick yourself. I think cats, when they get into stuff that tastes bad or smells bad, they they do that to get rid of it. See, I learned something about cats today. I'm gonna definitely track these two rooms, the bathroom and the coat room, because I didn't. So I'm gonna continue to look for mouse in there. I get too furiously sad. Yeah, that didn't pan out so well. Matt Roy, furiously. And I'll go back to the lobby, and I'll go back to... To the stairwell and i'll just lay down next to my fish and take a cat nap and uh, it smells good it smells comforting it smells quite a bit like your cat bed smells like greta's meatloaf greta's fish loaf jack you lean into your bird bed take a nice whiff why don't you go ahead and give me one more roll please happy around the world everybody's happy smoking some dubs as you're sniffing the bed and it's almost like the scent makes the symbol that's embroidered on your bed come into focus much sharper it's almost like you're getting high off the scent and you notice that there's a little pencil tucked behind the ear of the bird <gasps> birds don't have ears what the fuck well, i mean technically they do but your holes yeah they, they have holes okay so i need to go to an office is there anything labeled office i, I look all wide-eyed with my tongue hanging out of my mouth and i look over at rocky go rocky i figured it out I'm gonna walk up to him and slap him across the face get a hold of yourself man we've been over this i've got it i've got it you just have to roll better and then i'm going to sprint out of the music room towards the stair hallway to go upstairs i am the bird i am the walrus cuckoo cachoo so rocky sniff to you can't sniff no more just gonna lay down in the bed and wait for this all to end i give up that's it game over the only winning move is not to play game over man and burnt biscuits and roast toast i'll wake up re-motivated by my cat nap i'm gonna go in the elevator and check the paneling in the elevator just looks like uh strange symbols on the uh panel can't really read them strange symbols like numbers or like not numbers hard to tell they just look like symbols okay so not numbers then frantically smack at all of them i'm gonna go upstairs remembering exactly where the writing room was because we were all in the writing room together at one point, hiding from the dog that was out in the stair hall. So I'm going to go into the writing room and jump up on the desk, and I'm going to scan the room for any symbol of a bird. You don't really see anything that pops out at you? Being defeated, I'm going to jump and go under the desk, put my two paws up, and sniff the underside of the desk. And you get pencil shavings directly in your nostrils. And you start sneezing uncontrollably. I sneeze and hack and... Sneeze and hack and... I feel like now's a good time for me to go and deliver my fish to the bed. Yay, see what happens. One of us needs to get out. So you trot into uh, the music room with your fishy fish toy. And you see Rocky curled up dejectedly. His ear is no longer bleeding, but uh, it sort of looks half bent. I'll kick him in the ear. And so what do you do with the fish? I put it in the bed. And as soon as you do, it disappears and the bed starts glowing this bright white light. At this point, since everything is illuminated, the embroidered fish on the bed looks like the scales are made of little taco shells. I take a big bite. And you immediately disappear. Bye-bye. Freedom! Kill the scientists and let us out. No, let me out first so I can kill them. So Rocky, you see Roy disappear and the light from his bed fades and it's gone. And there's just the two beds now. And then the piano, one of the keys starts playing. Ding! Five seconds goes by. Ding! Oh, that's not annoying. It's the countdown. It's the final countdown. And from somewhere upstairs, you start to hear barking. And Jack, you hear barking through the northeast door. I'm going to jump onto the opposite side of the desk from where the doorway is and cower down behind the desk, hoping it doesn't see me. So you scurry around the other side of the desk and are sort of cowering there. And you see high above on a shelf, it appears to be some rolled up scroll of some sort almost like a poster rolled a bunch of posters rolled up and you can see just like a little feather sticking out of one of the tubes all right i'm gonna um strategically look at how i can get up there in the least amount of movements and i'm going to work my way up to the top of that bookshelf over to the scroll and i'm going to sniff it before i even touch it oh yeah it's coming through loud and clear now smells exactly like the bed i'm gonna slowly bite it and pick it up trying not to sink my teeth into the parchment, and I'm going to jump down off the bookshelf 
and sprint trying to get all the way downstairs. You drag your uh, birdie bird toy into the music room to see a really dejected looking Rocky in his bed just curled up. Rocky. Yes. Where's Roy? Where's his bed? Gone. What do you mean gone? Oh, you know, he's gone. What did he do? Put the toy in the bed. And that was it? Then he just is gone? Well, that's as far as I got. I just kind of stopped paying attention after that. I'm going to look at Rocky, look where Roy's bed was. Still have my bird. I'm going to walk over and curiously drop it into the bed and step back real quick. The bed starts glowing white and the toy disappears. Like that? Is that what happened? Uh, I guess. Then where did he go after that? I don't know. I really stopped paying attention at that point. I'm going to go up and get into my bed again and see, like, if it feels like there's something underneath it or like a trap door. You immediately disappear. So, Rocky, you're there by yourself. And another note starts playing on the piano. And the uh, barking is coming closer and closer. How many lives do you have left? Five? Bite me. Use a life. Bite me. Use a life. Still just going to wait for the dog to kill me. You hear exploding glass from the south somewhere. Tinkling of broken glass on a tile floor. Get up and head towards it. As soon as you step out into the corridor outside the music room, you feel like this cold draft emanating from the uh, south towards where the stair hall is. Like a Bud Light or? No, of course. The train is passing through. Bullet train. I'll step in front of it. I guess I'll head out into the stair hall. And you see the main entry, the double doors, have exploded inward. And that blank grayness is slowly oozing into the stair hall. Of course. I'm going to go up and touch it. And you disappear instantaneously. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. The virtual reality simulation fades away, replaced by that dark, dead TV tube environment. For a moment, you're worried you'll be lost forever in a space where there is no up or down, left or right. No other object to which you may orient yourself. Then, three words flash in front of you. Remote connection closed. They disappear in lightning flash as your vision is again flooded with a field of brightening LED pixels. Ah, you're back, you hear Professor Burtman exclaim through the speaker surrounding your head, with perhaps too much relief in his voice. A slight hiccup there. Uh, The simulation crashed for some reason, I've spent the better part of my lunchtime trying to open the pod. I'm sorry you were stuck in there so long with nothing to interact with. I'll uh, release the constraints now. You feel a jolt as hydraulics lower you to your unsteady legs again, and the visual helmet retracts back to the headrest. The pod's petal-like enclosures hiss open, allowing in fresh air that feels cool against your face. Bert stands in the chamber outside, wringing his hands, a worried look on his face. (laughs) What we don't do for science, right? Bertman's features suddenly contort as he notices one of you isn't moving. He rushes forward quickly, attempting to rouse Rocky, but there is no response. After depressing a button on the remote in his lab coat, the chamber is suddenly filled with medical personnel. They separate the three of you, checking vital signs. However, Rocky is still unconscious. His limp body is whisked away to a restricted area for emergency medical care. You are given a clean bill of health and released back to your living quarters. Later that evening, you receive word that Rocky has lapsed into a coma. He is receiving around-the-clock treatment, and the doctors are hopeful he may come out of it soon, but they're unable to provide any kind of time frame or concrete assurances. Nothing to do but wait. The next day, after a troubled night's sleep, you're feeling only slightly better since experiencing the terrors in the cathartic arena training simulator yesterday. A short stack of Lunch Lady Linda's famous Nutella Belgian waffles brings you one step closer to feeling like your old self again, however. After breakfast, you're summoned to the briefing room where Legrasse is already waiting for you. Welcome, she says in that dry administrative tone. I understand you experienced some difficulties in the science department yesterday. A little more than difficulties? I never gave up hope, ma'am. Most unfortunate. Uh, From what I hear, uh, Bertman is still debugging the system. Uh, Did you notice anything unusual in the simulation environment glitches while you were in it? Well, for starters, he said that we were going to be wizards and knights and stuff like dorks, but we were actually cats. 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 Okay. Anything else? Uh, There were dogs that were trying to kill us and extremely difficult roles. Okay, well, I'll report that right away. Meantime, I I have your first assignment. It's a standard sweep and clean job. 
One of our former agents passed away recently, and we need to make sure that he left no sensitive materials behind. Take the rest of the day to gather any gear you might require and plan to fly in Chicago this evening after dinner. We have a private jet already scrambled. You will rendezvous with our control officer first thing in the morning at the post office north of Millennium Park. They will have more details about the exact nature of the operation. Though from what I've been told, this will be a time-sensitive task. Any questions? So flamethrowers are in order? I wouldn't think so. Uh, but again, you can uh, if you need any additional equipment, uh, you can pick that up in Chicago. Yes, ma'am. So what's the update on Rocky? No update as of this morning. Uh, the doctors are still continuing to monitor him, and uh, I, I wouldn't uh, plan on him joining you on this mission. He said something about his will being changed over to me. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm sorry. Who's to me? To me. The Langoliers. Anything else? Destroy that machine. Bye-bye. I understand. Travel safe. We'll do whatever we want. Rocky. Darkness swallows you. It is an inky black void with no point of reference. You float for what seems like eternity. The lack of light draining your soul. You feel vaguely as if you're being monitored. Watched. It is only then you're aware of the eyes. Thousands of them like glistening stars in the velvet firmament, staring at you unblinking. And though you cannot see it, you can feel a monstrous mouth below you, grinning in the dark and reveling in your discomfort. It feels alien and evil. Without drawing a breath, it suddenly utters one word. Good day. And then your eyes snap open to find you are strapped to a hospital gurney, a respirator pumping oxygen through the tube shoved down your throat, and several intravenous tubes sticking out of your arms. Feebly, you reach up and grasp the tube, pulling it out, the tape tearing at the stubble around your parched lips. The ventilator sighs as it scrapes along your thickened tongue, and at last you can breathe on your own again. You draw an air to scream for help, but the only sound that escapes you is a pitiful mewling sound like that of a newborn kitten. Tune in next time as we play another reel of the Lovecraft tapes. Meow. So is he a kitten? My theory is that the Celtics are going to be playing in Chicago while we're there, and it's going to be a big distraction for me. Could very well be. Rocky's theory of them out trying to get us is going to be strengthened by this experience for him, and that he's going to do whatever he can to take this Delta Green down. All right, guys. Well, now it's time for some hashtag recommendals, so please roll D100. I rolled a 31. 62. 84. All right, 48. So go ahead and start us off, Matt. My recommendo is never playing Catfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good recommendo. Fair. Tonight, I'm going to recommendo a game from a company that I have previously recommended. Uh, this is Planet Zoo. It is by Frontier, the same people who did Planet Coaster. And as the name would suggest, it is a spiritual successor, so to speak, to the Zoo Tycoon franchise, except updated with absolutely stunning graphics there's a lot of a lot more depth in the management systems this time around than planet coaster had and there's just so much like limitless potential to to build all sorts of crazy custom enclosures and it becomes a game of you know balancing how pretty can i make this and how happy can i keep my guests with how do i manage my animals and make sure they're you know happy because if you don't take care of your animals then protesters show up and if protesters show up you get fined and it's a whole thing along with that they included a really neat idea called franchise mode where not only are you building your own zoo but there's a literal live open animal market where you can trade animals back and forth with other zoos like happens in the real world so if you have an excess number of wolves around you can put some of your wolves up for trade on that market and then someone else can take those and you know start their own breeding program so it's a a really neat kind of interaction to see everybody work together like you do in the real world it is a lot of fun i've spent quite a few hours on it and i i still love going back to it even if i don't build anything just to kind of look at just to kind of look and watch the animals so if you are a fan of zoo tycoon planet zoo is available now for 45 dollars. all right cool thank you for that okay it's a board game it's called disney villainous you are playing as a Disney villain, and the thing that's unique about the goal, uh, the game is you're all playing a separate villain, and you all have separate goals, and you're really just trying to 
complete your goal faster than your opponents. There isn't that much that you're doing to try and fool each other. There's a small aspect to that where you can, like, force your opponents to have to fight. If you're against someone who's playing Ursula, you can have... You can send Prince Eric or to fight her or whatever and mess up their game track. But other than that, really, it's just a race to see who can complete their goal faster. And it's a lot of fun. You're working as classic Disney villains who a lot of people grew up watching. So that's just a lot of fun. And I really, it's really the only product I can think of where Disney puts you in the shoes of the villain and lets you actually enjoy the dark side of their product. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, Gabe. That sounds amazing. Your turn. I'm going to recommend a Netflix short film by the name of What Did Jack Do? 2017, directed by David Lynch, who plays a homicide detective grilling a talking monkey in a train station. It's black and white. It gives a bunch of eraser head vibes. It's very funny. I laughed several times. There's some brilliant cat and mouse verbal fencing. There's some dialogue that's just hilarious. Cat and mouse, monkey and man. You get that? But in in seriousness, it is a brilliant deconstruction of noir tropes. So if you love those old black and white movie detective movies where someone's trying to get away with murder and the detective's not hot on their heels, there's some really surreal imagery there. It, it ends on a musical number that the monkey sings. There's no reason in the world why you shouldn't watch this 17-minute short film on Netflix. It's beyond bizarre, and if you like this sort of thing, then you, you might like a nice cup of coffee and a piece of cherry pie watch it now that's what would jack do i've seen the cleveland show <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's on that. all right brian go ahead and wrap us up here all buddy. right mine is for the people that um own pets that are not cats and they're a little bit bigger than cats and they attack cats i'm talking about children no <laughs> I'm talking about dogs. I recently adopted, recently meaning a year ago, adopted a pit bull terrier who was abused. And he's got two mechanisms to help him cope. One is licking. He licks a lot. And the other is chewing. He eats and destroys everything, whether it be a metal broom or an entire garbage can was destroyed. So I was always on the lookout for something that could satisfy his his little urge to not have to chew all of my stuff. And I found the perfect product. It's called Nyla Bone. It's a flavored dog bone that's made for dogs that are very aggressive chewers. And I bought the first two-pack when I first got him, and I hadn't seen them in six months, so I thought he had eaten them all. So I never th- thought twice about it. I found one recently when I was cleaning out my laundry room, and it still was almost completely full, the large bone. So I ordered two more for him. That way I don't lose them, and I can always hand that to him when he's eyeballing something, like the brand new bed that I got him last night that he ripped a hole in within six hours. If you're looking for something for your pet that is very, he's a very aggressive chewer, she is a very aggressive chewer. Definitely look at Nyla Bone. They're very inexpensive. I got mine for $6.30 for two of them. That's the large on Amazon. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendos and social media channels, including Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at lovecrafttapes. And if anybody wants me wants wants to help me finish off those remaining five lives, please God do it. We can get in touch at the real weird kid on Twitter. And if anyone wants Roy to go marching through the streets of Chicago on a Larry Bird better than Michael Jordan campaign, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. If anybody can send me uh, um, some chamomile tea so I can go over to Matt's house and rub his shoulders and give him a nice tea so he can calm down a little and just and just be at peace, you can reach me at Brian Podcast on Twitter. I thought you were going to do that anyway. Shut up, they don't know that. Uh, no, I need the chamomile. Until next time, roll for coma. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2020. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.
oh, I'm not even in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably join the game, Gabe. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah, you. You, the one with the face. I get the face and it's all itchy. Do you have rolling fits of deafness? Uh, only about once every five minutes or so. Oh, okay. Well, have you tried disconnecting and then it doesn't work? I've tried that several times, but uh, usually a piece of the body part will fall off. Okay, well, I got this new fangled device that'll help you not go deaf anymore. I love fangles! Yeah, I better, because this has all kinds of fangles. Fangles and bangles. Now, I know it's shaped like a knife, but disregard that. It's actually the new Undefinator 3000. So what you do is you jam it in your ear and then spin it around in a circle like this <laughs> see now you can't not hear anything I, I i can't the only thing i can hear is just another manic monday oh we oh hey but you're hearing something and that's all that matters it's just not sunday oh we oh just keep in mind, we said that we'd make it so you couldn't, that, so you could hear things, but we didn't say what you could hear. Now call in to find the new Fangletron ear stab, not stab, not, stab is not in the name of this thing, 3000. I, I'd like to keep it in mind, but I think part of my mind is actually dripping out my ear now. <laughs> that means it's working. I, I try I'm talking like this. Now go to sleep, little one. Do you smell burnt toast? I like pudding. I like pudding. Does this come in pairs? Because I need one for this here. Yes. Yeah, see, this one... Now, this one, you have, it has this trigger that you have to pull. Like this? Click, click, click. No, you gotta put these cartridges in it first. Oh. These are the cartridges that make your brain work better. Oh, they're Q-tips. Got it. <laughs> but how much was it? No price. It's free. All right. Uh. Sponsor us, potatoes. <laughs> Do you have nuts? 15 minutes. Potatoes don't have nuts. We here at the Lovecraft Tapes highly encourage you to do all your updates before you go on the live broadcast. Ta- roll the dice. It'll work. Hey, that's not dice. You sure that was dice, buddy? You-, you gotta juggle them before you roll them. <laughs> juggle them. Chat. Or, sorry. Roy, are you in here? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I, hi, Jack. I am in here. <laughs> Can you say hi, Jack, in the sitting room? That's illegal. <laughs> I realized once I walked back into the music room that right next to the piano is a birdcage. <laughs> I jump up on the piano and I run down the keys. Uh, like a cat. Keyboard cat. Mm-hmm. Then I start playing. Uh, definitely check them out. Nyla Bone. They're flavored and diff- all, all different flavors. You can get like popcorn flavor and bacon flavor. And Not that I've tried them, but they taste really good. You have to tell us if you're being sponsored right now. Um, I'm sponsored by Disney. You get out. Sponsor us, Disney. <laughs> New Disney Bone. <laughs> Disney Bone. Nyla Bone. Disney Bone Plus. <laughs> it's just the same bone that you can get everywhere else, except this one you have to pay more for. It's got mouse ears. Ginseng tea. Ginseng tea. Nice. <laughs> Ginseng tea. All right. Stop in the stream. Oh, did we record this? A cat that nobody dared to pet. The kitten that smelled of sweat, they call him Xanamu. And Roy, lift up his leg and see, what he has licked is real, he is a Xanamu. A million treats are waiting and still he cleans his chocolate bean.